Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. We welcome you to the Corona Premier Golf Show from 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. I'm Darren Pritchett, joined by the smart guys on the golf show. We've got John Foster, the general manager at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame, Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club in South Bend, and Signal Point in Niles. Good to be with you guys. Good morning. Good morning, Darren. Good morning, Darren. What do you think about this weather coming up? 80 <laughs> degrees? Is that going to be okay with you guys? It's about time. I hope it doesn't rain in one drop in June. <laughs> well, you have irrigation to take care of that, but it would be nice to have some good weather here. We are so overdue, and I'm sure there's a lot of people antsy to get out there and play, but you guys have talked about even with some of the cold weather, you guys have had pretty decent response, all things considered, this spring. Yeah, I mean, when, when I they can actually get on the golf course, <laughs> they're there, that's for sure. All right, so good weekend to get out and play a little golf we're going to talk about last week's pga championship we're going to take a tour at blackthorn's golf shop tell you what's new at blackthorn golf club we'll have the latest on the symmetra tour and the u.s senior open both coming to these guys golf courses very very soon and we'll end the show with what's coming up as well at blackthorn and also warren golf course at notre dame why don't we go ahead and start with the pga championship recap guys brooks kepka final round 74 but still wins the PGA at Beth Page Black by two shots over Dustin Johnson. Let's just get some overall thoughts on Kepka, the way he started over the first three rounds and the way that he was able to get it done despite some up-and-down play on the back nine Sunday. Well, I mean, first of all, I mean, I think it, it was such an interesting tournament. It's almost like started watching a Sunday, and it's like you almost didn't care like it was like it was over no one's gonna catch him no excitement about it um uh, and then you know that golf course to me i thought was just a perfect awesome venue in great shape um what a challenge for those guys that got brutal on sunday um and i mean you got to give the guy a lot of credit you know he's not going to shoot every round you know under par and kill it he's going to have one Bad round. He had a few bad drives finally, and they made some bogeys. And um, the other people, the thing that we don't talk about is, you know, on some of those holes, he still made five and six yeah. footers even from the bogeys on a couple of those holes. So uh, he he grinded out. But I don't know what it is about the guy <laughs> that doesn't make you believe he's a superstar. That's how I just I, I can't I can't drink the Kool Aid. I, I can't. I don't know I what can't it is. Either. I don't it's know. If so it's bizarre. He's he's definitely not very charismatic. Not that that should be a part of it, but I don't know. If it's that I just it's just um, and I think that it's not unique to us. Obviously, that's pervasive because I think he's um, striking back against that a little bit, and he realizes it too. I just don't know what the guy can do before people are convinced that he's really dominant. I know it's so weird. I don't think I've ever felt about a golfer like this before. It's so bizarre. It's all about personality. Well, I guess Isn't that it odd? is. Although, it's really strange. Think about it. Tiger Woods really didn't have much personality. If, if, 
it de- depends on how one defines that, I guess. But he didn't interact well I, with the press. He didn't interact with the fans. Yet he was you ultra know, popular. So I and, and granted, he was super super talented. Well, Kepke is too. So I don't I don't know what the what's missing there. Like Tim said, it is odd because Tiger was very private, not very forthcoming. But I think people found that interesting. With Kepka, it doesn't relate the same way. In fact, he all but said he was going to win on Wednesday. Yeah. And it, no one even blinked. No one even cared yeah. that he said it. Had Tiger said that, I mean, first take on ESPN, the Golf Channel, everything would have focused on those comments for half the segments of those shows. I thought it was – he made. A, mm-hmm. I, don't, I think it was on Wednesday in that press conference where he said he feels like he has the best chance to win in majors. Those are the easiest ones to win yeah. because half the field yeah. – or I forget what his comment was, but basically they've psyched themselves out or whatever. Right. So, I mean, he's confident. <clears throat> he's cocky. He's good. I don't. But I don't. Well, you know, it, it may be too, and I, I don't think this is the case. But and this, you guys don't remember this. I remember it to some degree when Nicholas came out and started challenging Palmer. Jack mm. Nicholas was very unpopular, and Jack Nicholas to this day has a zero personality. He was not good <laughs> with quotes. He was sure. not good with the fans. Every, Arnie was obviously, you know, and and he was also a very good player. But as Jack started to supplant him, uh, Jack was kind of like the the evil villain. And I don't see Kepka in. There's not really anybody Kepka is upstaging, I guess, except a bunch of guys that everybody really likes. So it's yeah. it's a group of people that I would root for, and everybody else would root for to win rather than Kepka. Yeah, and that was the bizarre. same way that I wanted DJ to to beat right. him, and he almost did. Um, so maybe it does all come back to personality and persona, how he projects himself, but it's a, it's an odd situation and we better get used to it. Yeah. Cause I don't see him going anywhere. I mean, <laughs> what would you shoot if you hit it 315 to 320 in the fairway mm-hmm. every time? I mean, that's yeah. The guy and everybody else doesn't. Right. And everybody yeah. else, it doesn't. I mean, the guy is just an, an unbelievable ball striker. Yeah. Yep. And an underrated putter. Well, that and that's what did it the first two days. I mean, he putted the eyes out mm-hmm. of it. John, I'm going to take your comment a step further. I was really interested in what you were saying there. I wonder, is some of this with no attention toward Kepka have to do with the fact he is doing it in the midst of a story that everybody is focusing on, and that is the recovery of Tiger? Yeah. I mean, that, that could be a factor. Um but this was the same way last year. I think, granted, we were focused on Tiger last year, but not nearly as much as we are this year. And I think the same applied to Kepka last year. He was just a big zero in everybody's minds. And unless you're truly appreciative of golf skills and are in awe of, you know, that's what would make you a fan of his. And I'm a fan of his from that standpoint. But as far as having a rooting interest in what he's doing, I'm afraid I just don't. I don't have it. And that could all change, I guess. Yeah, yeah, maybe. It's uh, it's like you said. I'm I'm not a. I mean, I'm a fan of his game. He's awesome. Yeah. He's a great player. But yeah. to your point, I would have loved to see DJ or Spieth <laughs> or Rory or any of these other guys win instead of him. Wonder what do you guys happen to know what the ratings ended up being? I didn't see. Have not. It couldn't. Yeah. I I, I, I got to believe it was lousy. I would think so. Agreed. For two yeah. reasons. I mean, it was a bit of a runaway, say the least. 
and the fact that he was the one running away with it. Because I guarantee if Tiger Woods was leading oh, by God. seven, oh, God. It would, the ratings would have Everybody gone through the Everybody on the planet would have been watching. And no in question. this case, it was like, oh, I'm not going to watch that. He's a, he's ahead you know, by six, seven shots. And he's won you know, four yeah. majors know. in two years. I know. I mean, <laughs> the guy is just uh, – and there's no reason he can't win at Pebble. I think the – the poll question for him wouldn't be, is he going to win 10 majors? It's, do you want him to win 10 majors? <laughs> do you care if he wins? <laughs> yeah, and most people, no, I don't want him to. It's not, not not only that I don't care. No, I'd rather he didn't. Um, and it, I, I hopefully that, you know, that'll all turn around. I'm, I've got no indication that the guy's a jerk or anything. No, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't handle his girlfriends very well, but. Did you see that? <laughs> that was unbelievable they show him people that don't know sunday he's walking to the clubhouse and of course there's a camera right there and his girlfriend i believe that's the fair way to describe her went in for a little smooch and brooks said uh, no and yeah. she had this look like so a 12 year old you know oh. girl that didn't get her way and crossed her arms <laughs> Well, and they didn't all, talk to each other. No, Even I, after he won, no. they didn't say anything. They well, remember smiled. what was it two years ago when they mis- Joe Buck misidentified yeah. her and gave the wrong name. Right. So if, if you're, if you're dating Kepka, don't go to any events. Just stay at home and watch <laughs> it on TV. <laughs> well, okay, so two more things. You guys have brought up a lot of good points. And just to go back to the Tiger thought, if Kepka is dominating two years ago when Tiger's hurt and we don't know if he's going to come back, I wonder if this is different. Because, again, we're right in the midst of the greatest comeback, many people believe, in individual sports competition. Tiger coming back from off-the-field issues and his surgeries. Yeah, but he didn't make the cut even, so he wasn't really a factor. And, again, I'm not dismissing that totally, Darren, but if he was in the hunt or whatever else, I'd say, oh, my God, yeah. That's why everybody would be rooting against Kepka. But here's I don't my Okay, what's your other theory? Here's my second thing to throw up against the wall. I'm trying anything with you guys. When you think about individual golfers, there's always something that stands out about them. For example, Mickelson always goes for it. And one of the things that people like about watching Phil, he gets himself in trouble, and he can pull off this one-in-a-million shot. That kind of defines who Phil is. Tiger is one of the greatest players of all time. He's creative. He always comes up with these amazing shots. He has great reactions to things that happen. So that's kind of defined him. Even a guy like Jordan Spieth, the way he talks to the golf ball, people like tuning in because they want to see what Spieth mm-hmm. is going to say or do, and he gets energetic. How do you define Kepka? He doesn't yeah. have that trait that stands that, out no, that you tune no, in for, and be, that's why You may be onto something there, dude. And I, I would call it style. He has no style yes. in his game. And he's just mundane, point A to point B. Which um, is probably why he's so damn good. I, I think you're right. And then one could say, well, Dustin Johnson's got the same game as him. He really, you know, He really doesn't. Johnson is a little bit more Phil-like. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he makes unbelievable shots. And I, you look at Kepka, and when he makes a great shot, I don't look at it the same. I, I, again, there's, a, there's something missing there. I'm not sure what it is, but I think sty- I would use the word lack of style as he would kick all of our butts three times well, over. Yeah. And even like Lee Trevino, he was known as the great shot maker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Seve, Seve brought that style Scramble, and yeah. scrambleability. Yeah. Even now we're going way down the line here, but way back when, you know, Chichi Rodriguez was known for the guy that had the sword and would fight the sure. ball after making a big putt. So there were things that we always associated with those players. That's why I think it's difficult for people to relate to Kepka. There's not one part of his game that stands out, and that's not a criticism. He's really good at everything, yeah. but he doesn't have that one trait where you just grab onto with his game 
or his personality or his style. So it's kind of like an economical car. It's good for you. It's probably cheap and get good gas mileage, but you'd rather have the sports car, even though it probably doesn't fit your budget and it doesn't fit, you know, what you're looking for. So he's just kind of that dull car that you, you get off the lot when you'd rather have the Porsche or the Camaro or the Corvette. I mean, I, uh, yeah. He, he needs a, 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 a I don't know how you call a guy who hits a 320 and, down the middle know, every time I know. A, an economy car. But. And I don't know if that's important I to agree. him to have a, you know some kind of identification, popularity. I don't know if he really cares if he's popular or not as long as he's respected because Randall threw some little bit of shade on him, and he didn't appreciate that. But you're you're a member of quite an elite club when Brando Chambly criticizes you. You know, you take pride in that because he's always wrong. Did you hear his comment after Thursday's round? He goes, I've been flipped off a few times in my life, as you can imagine. He goes, but I felt like I was getting flipped off for four and a half hours watching yeah. him on Thursday. <laughs> That's great. I mean, that round yeah. on Thursday was just ridiculous. Oh, my God. Insane. Yep. Corona Ridiculous. Premier Golf Show on WSBT Radio. John Foster, Tim Firestone, Darren Pritchett with you. What does it say about Kepka to bogey four straight holes on the back nine and recover and end up winning by two shots over who was the number one player in the world, Dustin Johnson? I mean, it's not easy mentally, even when we're playing, to overcome four bad holes yeah. in a row when we're just playing for a couple of bucks or just out Sunday mm-hmm. messing around. But doesn't it say th- something about Kepka to be able to overcome that? Because I'm sorry, 85% of the golfers, 90%, if you bogey four straight on the back nine, yeah, you get rattled. Major, you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You're done. He and those were like, again. He was making four or five footers on a couple of those holes for bogey too. You know, yeah. it wasn't they were tapping bogeys. And then on 18, the, the shot he had to hit the layup shot mm-hmm. on the downhill mm-hmm. slope mm-hmm. in the fescue. I mean. The one that they didn't show yeah, while they were doing right. it. People, Cut away for an interview with yeah, DJ. Yeah, people were not happy about that. But <laughs> I mean, you had one guy, actually, that was in contention and played. Right. And you didn't show his second shot on the 18th hole. But I mean, as you say about this, I think if you say style and what does he have, I mean, the, the one word I would use is unflappable. Yeah. I and mean, he really wasn't. Moxie. He wasn't bothered by those not four straight bogeys. If he was, he wasn't showing it. I think in his mind, he felt like he was always going to win. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. And I think that's yes. a big part of winning, yeah. you know? Yes. Blocking out the negativity. Yeah, and, and expecting to win. That's how you know, you know Tiger I, and all the greats, you know, that's I've what learned, they expected. I've learned how to behave after making four straight bogeys. It's, it's not the way he did, but at least I've been there, done that. You toast? Yeah, pretty much. I just decided I might as well make four more. <laughs> you know. He's glad they weren't doubles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No squares on my card. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I know we've talked about it before, but negativity, keeping that out of your mind is so important in the game of golf or keeping those thoughts out of your mind that could affect you around. I remember many moons ago, I had one of my best rounds of my life going. I was one under through seven, and I absolutely started thinking about it, and it was over. Mm-hmm. You're done. Absolutely. Then I started, thinking about, I started thinking about – what's coming up rather than the process. And once you leave the process, it's all done. And he was able to stick with it. I, I, on that golf course to recover is just remarkable. And just to add on to what Tim said earlier, the setup of the golf course, if I, if there was, I missed it. But I sure didn't hear any whining 
no, from the was, golfers. And, you know, mm-hmm. in majors, they will speak up if the course is set up improperly. And despite how tough it was, guys, I don't remember hearing any whining from anybody about the setup. I know. I think one reason you didn't, Darren, and uh, they had had so much rain there, and it was impossible for them to really cut the rough. And mm-hmm. so normally, <clears throat> I think the players would have been griping about that all week. But they knew enough to say, you know, it's not the uh, PGA of America that did this. It was Mother Nature that did it. So, mm-hmm. right. uh, And I, they were raving about the greens, um, which was really interesting. I heard a, the agronomist uh, for all of Bethpage uh, prior to the, the tournament talking about it. And he's, they asked him about doing it in the spring versus the fall and what the issues were different. And they're all Poanya mm-hmm. greens. And he said that, in the fall, they're big concern because it's in August is losing. They'll lose four or five of those greens, right. and basically, Poanya dies huh. dies out at a certain temperature. And he said, you know, we may have bumpy surfaces to a degree because of seed heads and stuff, but we know all of our greens are going to be thriving. And I think they did a really good job because the the danger of Poanya in the spring is it starts seeding, and you get a little bumpiness in the in the putt. I, they did a great job of it, so uh, he was happy that it was earlier. The normal, and let's think about that was a big concern of northern golf courses moving the PGA into May. It's been a lousy spring, and that still came through. So Mm -hmm. I think they're pushing it a little bit with whistling straights if they go up there, and I don't know if they're on the docket in May. That could be tough. But I think you know New York metropolitan area um, is is probably safe. I want to ask you guys if you heard this comment or if you maybe even not about this tournament, but in the past. I, I I was it was on Twitter. It was one of the golf writers. I forget what, what which one it was, but basically said DJ would have four more majors if he had a caddy that knew anything uh, what was going on. Uh, his caddy wow. is his brother, right? But have you guys ever heard anyone negative about his? Yeah, have you? I tell you where I heard it. It was at um, Chambers Bay. Oh, was when he, he caddying when he yeah. rejected? Uh, yeah, and and it had to do with. Um, it even went back further than the the three putt. The, the bunker play at Whistling Straits? Well, you know, you know what? That's, oh, that's a really a good, good point, too, Darren. I think he's always caddied for him. Uh, pretty sure. And I'm not so sure the guy is a Rhodes Scholar necessarily. Not that you have to be <laughs> right to be a, a caddy, but uh, I don't disagree. They were I talking mean, about, you know, DJ went long on, what was it, two oh, yeah, of those? It was a 16. par three? Yeah. yeah. And um, that was the context of it, but basically – completely throwing DJ's brother under the bus. You know, it, it, yeah, and, you know, Phil has gone that route with his with his bro. Right. And, mm-hmm. I th- I mean, Tim was a coach in college, and he's a good player. Right. Probably a little well, bit different Phil situation. Phil is so and he, smart he, he, and intelligent. Exactly right. That's a good point. He doesn't necessarily need guidance. And what a guy talking about coming into his own personality. I mean, everybody's – I never was a huge Phil fan, but I am yeah. now becoming – with his social media, did you see this? It's with, great. With his thumbs. Have you seen, oh, yeah. And he yeah. was icing his thumbs on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, no, that was really good. broke the record. I mean, he's hilarious. He knows how to play it. Yeah. yeah. He's doing a great job with he's that. He's setting himself up for a career post-golf. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah. yeah. And the fans love him. Those New York fans oh, my were going insane. They were a little bit, got a little bit out of hand, I guess. Oh, Stuff we didn't yeah. necessarily see on TV. But they, Harold Varner made some, com- they made some comments to him. And he was talking about how they were screaming choke to uh, to Kepka at the back nine. Because they wanted DJ to win, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and he said they and he said they had a few choice words for me that I'm kind of used to or something. So you wonder what that was. But that poor guy talk oh about being Lord. on an island shooting shoot 85. 85. <laughs> and he's a really good player. He was a great guy too. Yeah, and they showed him talking to like the security guards and. Oh but, yeah! Oh my gosh! No, that was about being a little bit out of his element. <laughs> no, but the Ryder Cup's there in 2020. Oh, is question. it two or four? Oh wow! Are you kidding? I, it's going to be I'm insane. Not sure Rory said no idea. comment when they asked him what he thinks about coming back here for the Ryder Cup. That's interesting because Ryder Cup golf courses are normally set up for scoring, and so there's a lot of you know score, birdie opportunities and stuff. I don't know how you would set that course up that way, but guys, I I'm just thinking the fans. Yeah, it's going to be brutal. Mm. I mean, those New York oh, fans Lord. are going to be brutal to the European team. And you'll get I don't, some, even, I don't yeah. think the Europeans care about course setup. They know they're going to have to get earplugs. You'll, you'll get some <laughs> idiot that says something before the competition from Europe, uh, some oh. disparaging remark about New York oh. or so, and it'll be all over for oh, him. Out. You know, if we could just have one gift from the golf gods, when it goes there, Beth Page hosts the Ryder Cup. Could Colin Montgomery please be the captain? Oh, there? my God. <laughs> please. Just yeah. give Imagine. us one gift. That would be great, wouldn't it? Oh. Is it 22 or 24, Darren? Do you know? Well, it's in America this time around. So no, it's in, in, it in Ireland next time? No, it was in Europe last time. Oh, it was in France. Because isn't it Whistling Straits next time? It it could be. In and then there are, um, So it would be 20. What's, what's Rory's course? Royal County Down or Royal Port Rush is where it's at. The, the you're right, Darren. In 22, it's Royal. I'm Port looking Rush. it up here yeah. on the fly, so I'll, I'll have the answer. Wow, Beth Page was open in 1936. I did not know that. That's interesting. Uh, let's see. Well, Tillinghast is the the uh, architect uh, of Beth Page. A W Tillinghast, mm-hmm. and he died in like 40, I believe. So, okay, the 45th Ryder Cup will take place. In 2024, at Beth pa- Beth Page go. Black. So, fortunately, Sergio will probably out of the competition by then because he will lose his mind <laughs> with those New York people. He will, they'll start counting his his wiggles again, and it'll be oh, all God. over. Hey, quick thought on Spieth, who's been off the radar, hasn't won since 17. One over on Sunday, finished tied for third, minus two. Do you see some good things yep. coming from the American? Yep. Talk about, did you guys see he only hit five fairways? Yeah. And he still was yeah. shot that. I mean, he's grinding it out, man. I mean, yeah. I think he's getting there. Getting uh, some confidence he is. I mean, him. if you just watch him, too, he knows he's all, he's getting it back. The It's kind of like, you know, when you're on a flight and it gets a little bit bumpy, you know, always look to the flight attendants and how they behave. Mm-hmm. Well, look to him and how he behaves, and he really believes that he's on his way back and, and getting where he needs to be. So, uh, yeah, he may well um, – but, you know, it's pretty uh, – Rarefied air there he's trying to climb back into now. You know, there's so many good players. Now there's so many good players. Yeah. You're right. I mean, jeez. He may have had his last days as number one in the world just because that's, of, That's you know. a good point. And, and he still can be relevant and still win a lot of events. But he, I mean, I remember on this show we talked about how many majors was he going to win and yeah. this and that. Yep. You know, I mean. Everybody makes a run. DJ did, Spieth, yeah. McElroy. How long can Kepka's last? It's actually lasted longer than those guys. Yeah. I think Kepka and DJ are different breeds, though. Because they just have a different yeah. level they can take it to mm-hmm. than yeah, I think Spieth no can. And Rory, I don't know what's going on with Rory. Rory's it's got to be mental because he's got the firepower, yeah. right? Yeah, and he just can't. He can't get out of the can't gate. Get a, yeah, I can't you get know, going. It's the early rounds and stuff. You know, he'll and even the early holes in the first round, he just can't get it started. So 
He needs to go down the street to a muni, play nine <laughs> holes before he tees off. Get that out of his system. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, by the way, Tiger on Thursday announced on Twitter he's playing Jack's tournament at the Memorial mm. and, of course, getting ready for the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. So we will see Tiger a couple of times over the next few weeks. So it's good to see he's going back to Jack's tournament. He's had a lot of success there. makes a lot of sense. Yep. So that boosts that golf tournament without question. All right, Pebble Beach is up next. The U.S. Open as Kepka will try to win three in a row. I don't think anyone's ever done that, right? That would no, be unprecedented. Mickelson's won a lot there, so it's going to be very, very interesting at Pebble Beach. Not the longest golf course. Kind of nice. Kind of nice. We'll see how they set it up. All right, John Foster, Tim Firestone, Darren Pritchard with you, the Corona Premier Golf Show on WSBT Radio. We'll talk about new clubs, new clothes, new shoes coming up, not at Brookwood, but at Blackthorn Golf Club's Golf Shop coming up next as the Corona Premier Golf Show continues on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. The Corona Premier Golf Show continues on WSBT Radio on this Saturday morning. I'm Darren Pritchett with John Foster. General Manager of Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame, Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club, also Signal Point, and also the indoor facility, which is named Blackthorn Top Golf Swing Suites. There you go. I pointed to you, but you just couldn't see me because I'm not with you guys in studio this morning. I felt All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a tour of the Blackthorn Golf Shop at Blackthorn Golf Club in South Bend. Tim, let's just start with drivers and three woods, those type of things. What's new at Blackthorn this year? Well, I want everyone to close their eyes <laughs> okay. and take this tour with Virtual me. tour. Virtual tour. And imagine opening them up, and there's you know been no rounds in May, and the golf shop is full to the ceiling. So we have a little bit of everything for everybody. Um, Along with the chimney with care? Yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what. I don't know if John's seen it, too, but our Club sales are yeah. off the charts this spring. We Why haven't is seen. That? I don't know uh, if it's kind of a cycle where people. I don't know yeah. what it is, but we have done uh, more club fittings. I think the Top Golf has helped us a little bit over the winter yeah. months with guys being able to come in and get their ball speed and True. That stuff. I, I think Tim hit it right there. I think that the traditional retail shops, even though Dix has a, I don't know, have some type of analysis. I don't know if it's a track man or what, but. More and more, as you know, average golfers are getting fit, custom fit, and whether they can get fit at Dick's or other places, they automatically assume the place to do that's green grass at a golf course. So we've had the same thing, Tim, over the past couple three years. It's not people come and saying, "Here's what I want, order it." It's mm -mm. like, "Can I get fit?" Yeah, which leads us into helping the golfer find the right product for right. them, and sure. then you know the, the manufacturers have really got it figured out as far as getting us the right um, demo carts yeah. where you can yep. now mix and match shafts and club heads and grips and the whole thing to get a customer exactly yeah. what they want. And the other thing that the manufacturers have really done well is the turnaround time on custom clubs. Mm -hmm. um, even up until three, four, five years ago, it would take you maybe a couple of weeks to yeah. get things turned around. Yeah. We were getting stuff now turned around from Carlsbad in three or four days. I mean, it's amazing how quickly they're able to customize. You know, these we, we said out. this years ago uh, that the club manufacturers were their own worst enemies mm -hmm. because it used to be they would come see you in the fall and you place an order and you would have 
six to eight sets of stock clubs in your shop, and people would come in. You know, they, I, I want. Right. Remember going to the titles? old Bobix? <laughs> yes. And all the walls were full. They were of full, the full, and then no matter sets. what they had, they would sell you that striker or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. The one they put together in the back room for about fifty bucks. So, uh, but yes, you're you're right, Tim. No longer do people carry a large inventory of clubs because they're so it's so convenient just to order sure. them and get them three days later. Tim, you used to be a Nike representative. What are you now, and what type of drivers do yeah, you what have in are stock? You, Tim? I am on the TaylorMade staff. Um, my old Nike rep, Scott Lentz, uh, went to TaylorMade, and I went over uh, with him. And, uh, you know, TaylorMade I never uh, was a big fan of for a long, long time, and they've kind of made a recommitment to the Greengrass accounts. Uh, they didn't do the PGA Merchandise Show this year. They mm-hmm. kind of put a bunch of effort in, in doing Greengrass uh, accounts and with demo clubs and with the club fitting stuff and uh, and it's really paid off. Um, the other thing that we're we're having success with is uh, doing wedge fittings and putter fittings. Mm-hmm. Which hmm. uh, again, I'm not an expert in the field at all on these uh, the wedges, but they are so complex and it makes sense if you actually listen to someone who knows what they're talking about as mm-hmm. far as the bounce and what courses you typically play and what the turf yep. is like and how you're impacting the ball so we'll do little clinics with mm-hmm. you know having um all different lofts of wedges with different uh bounce different lies and um really kind of uh, can make a difference and then the putter fitting stuff i mean it's incredible uh the amount of models of uh-huh. of putters mm-hmm. and and the cost of putters. I mean, remember in the oh, I mean, the most goodness. you could ever spend yeah. on a putter, maybe you know. Remember the Camerons were like yep. two hundred bucks. Oh, now no. you can't get a putter no. under two hundred bucks. So they've really kind of come a long yeah. way on that regard too. But um, I'll tell you, technology continues to amaze me on what they're doing of trying to make you hit it, you yep. know, further and straighter and. Uh, how, <clears throat> I mean, it, the numbers are showing that it makes sense if yeah. you look at. You take someone out and you put them on, um, you know, to the to the monitor, the launch monitors. We can take their old equipment and then hand them a new driver, whether it's Tylus or Callaway or TaylorMade, and you can mm-hmm. absolutely see yeah. another four, five, six yards of carry, less spin. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it. it it doesn't lie. And I think that's why we're selling the clubs yeah. because it's not like we're tricking people into it. They're uh, seeing I'll, real results. I'll give you a perfect example. And I, I think I'm not untypical to other people who play golf is for years. I've been with Tideless for 18 years now, but every other year you get a new driver every other year, you know, you get new irons until last year. I never got fit for a driver. I said, you know, I know my specs. I know what I like. So this past fall when they came out with their new driver, I actually, Worked with the Tideless rep, and he put me on the launch monitors. And in about 10 minutes, I picked up eight yards of carry. With just with, different shaft combo? It, it was a shaft. <clears throat> it had to do with the, the type of club head. I mean, they had the larger, the smaller, mm. you know, lar- low profile, so on and so forth. And seriously, now I haven't <clears throat> played since then. <laughs> but at least on on the monitor, it was it was an easy eight yards just like that. Up so. to 208 now. Yeah, it was wow. amazing. I broke the 200 barrier. <laughs> It's kind of like the four-minute mile for me. Yeah. I, <laughs> Man, I just, I just I walked right into that. next question. Yeah. You did. Tim, I remember when you guys, I think it was actually John, excuse me, that worked with Titleist quite a bit, and they would only come out with irons like every two years. What is TaylorMade doing right now? Well, they used, they were the worst in the business at it. They would come yeah. out with new 
drivers and irons twice a year, and you'd be stuck with it by the time the North Courses would even get their shipments in the spring. They'd already the next month be launching a new product, but they've really toned that back, and basically they've been pretty good about once a year, um, irons and wood. So they're in the M series now. Last year was a three and four. This year is the five and six. They match up their irons. The irons mm-hmm. are gorgeous. Um, mm-hmm. Done a great job. And another thing that all these companies are doing is truly making an iron for each category of yeah. player. So anyone from a twenty five handicapper can play a tailor made iron to to a scratch golfer who could play their forged you know mm-hmm. uh, blade <laughs> iron. So there really is something uh, for everybody uh, okay. in, on, on these clubs. Finally, clothes, shoes, anything you want to mention? I'll tell you, I'll, I'll mention the shoe business. I mean, the sh- golf shoes, I mean, talk about golf being the latest um, fashion trend. Um, but the, the shoe, Foot Joy has done an unbelievable job with their new lineup of shoes, Nike. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jordan shoe, I think I told you, we sold out of in the first day. Um, and then Under Armour's actually got yeah. decent looking shoes. Yeah. Um so the shoes, I think, are, are a lot of options there. A lot of, a lot of come a long way as far as style and comfortability goes. Um, and then clothes, you know, we've got, um, um, you know, Nike and Adidas and uh, all the typical uh, brands that you've got out there. I would say nothing really has come a long way as far as cough and clothes go. Not I mean, really. we've seen the same pullover tech fabrics, dry fit. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. there hasn't been any major. Not really. I, the one thing that golf has been immune to, thankfully, is the we don't have recovery wear where you know it's supposed to help you recover from a, you know, oh, your workout yeah. or whatever else. This, I, in my opinion, smoke and mirrors using actually apparel to try to heal your body. Uh, that, That's called that Corona hasn't Premier. Hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah. Corona Premier. Good point. You could use that Not after happened a good yet. night out. Um, yeah. I think if I did see anything, maybe a little bit of a move back to some natural fibers. Away okay. from performance fabric, and that's more of Which an I age like. thing. I do too. Yeah, uh, because they've been able to get the best of both worlds. The trouble with cotton in the past was the wrinkled, and it was terrible. And now they've been able yep. to, you know, manufacture a cotton shirt that doesn't wrinkle quite as much. So if there has been a trend, haven't seen okay. the old left breast pocket come back on uh, like the old Munsing <laughs> wear. We haven't seen yeah. that yet, but who knows? We may retro that right back into the industry. Tim, for a phone number for the golf shop, if anybody has any questions at Blackthorne. 232-GOLF. That's it, 232-GOLF. Next week, we will venture to the Warren Golf Course Pro Shop, which probably is going to look a whole lot different in the next couple of weeks with the U.S. Senior Open. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have to move stuff out of there and uh, bring in a bar and uh, hospitality areas, and we'll have a big old merchandise tent out on the golf course rather than in the clubhouse. We'll talk about that next week. We will tell you what's coming up with the Four Winds Invitational and U.S. Senior Open next on the Corona Premier Golf Show on WSBT. Corona Premier Golf Show continues on WSBT Radio. I'm Darren Pritchett with John Foster, Tim Firestone. Let's talk about the two big golf tournaments coming to our area in June. Tim, let's start with you. The Four Winds Invitational Symmetra Tour event back once again. Give us some of the details that you're working on right now for that event. Yeah, thanks, Darren. It's coming up here hard to believe um, in just a couple weeks. But a couple of the keynotes I want to just touch on for the listeners. Um, We named our sponsor exemptions uh, last week. We've got Alexa Pano, uh, number one ranked amateur uh, um, player in the world. She played last year as a 14-year-old. She's 15. Her plans are to play full-time on the Symmetra Tour Next year as a 16-year-old, uh, an unbelievable American uh, golf talent out of the state of Florida. 
And then for the first time, we have a Pokagon citizen, who was a 16-year-old young lady. Um, Her... her, her father and, uh, is a Pokagon citizen from South Bend, went to LaSalle High School. They now live in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, Paige Warren is her name. So we're excited to have her uh, play uh, in the Four Winds Invitational as a sponsor exemption this year. A um, couple other things I'd just like to point out. We've got some events that are open to the public throughout the tournament week. Number one, just a, a terrific event. We have the Daddy-Daughter Pro-Am, 5 o'clock on Monday evening. Mm-hmm. After school, bring your daughter out. You get to play with one of the professionals. That's a lot of fun. Um, Wednesday, we have Ladies Golf Clinic 101. It's kind of a uh, – we'll have 10 or 12 uh, LPGA players there do a little Q&A. <laughs> we have some wine and appetizers and do a little golf clinic for some uh, ladies that are maybe just trying to get introduced to the game or want to mingle with the LPGA players. And then Wednesday night, we've got the first annual Mick Ultra Long Drive Championship at Top Golf Swing Suite. So the players Ooh. will be um, like, uh, competing in a long drive competition. Um, and then we're selling raffle tickets where you can get your ticket matched up with the pro. And if you win, it's $1,000 for first place, 500 for second, 250 for third. So thanks to our friends uh, at United Beverage and McUltra. Uh, that should be a really cool event, brand new hmm. event. And then coming back for the second annual is the most popular event of the year uh, called Grapes on the Green, where you basically drive a golf cart for 18 holes. You never touch a club. You take turns from drinking wine and then having a little food on the next hole. Mm. Uh, All those uh, tickets are available online at fourwindsinvitational.com. We'd love to have the public come out and join us. And then tournament play starts on Friday. Um, And then we have Saturday and Sunday as well. Sunday is family day. Free hot dogs and ice cream, games, activities, and stuff for the kids from 11 to 2 on Sunday. Um, So, uh, yeah, I think that uh, we got uh, quite the lineup uh, for the the tournament week. um, And hard to believe that it's already here. Hard to believe it's been uh, eight years. And one other thing I'll touch on, the Symmetra Tour has really caught fire. Their purses now... Uh, this week is the largest purse they're playing in Alabama. Uh, Zimmer and Biomet uh-huh. sponsored an event with Nancy Lopez. <laughs> and the purse uh, is actually higher than um, the European ladies oh. uh, tour. So they've wow. really come a long way. We were the highest purse for a long time. And now they're, we've been doubled up and almost tripled mm. up now. So mm. um, they've done a great job. And there's a lot of popularity to that tour. But again, you know, over 30 countries will be represented here in South Bend. And uh, just a great event to come out, bring your family at no charge. Admission is free. Mm-hmm. And um, get inside the ropes and, and meet these young golf professionals from around the world. Four Winds Invitational at Blackthorn, June 7th through the 9th is the event. And we've got about two minutes, John. Tell us what's happening. The latest with the U.S. Senior Open at Warren Golf Course, June 27th through the 30th. Uh, yeah, well, the build continues. And um, so we've got a lot going on still at the golf course. We're still open for another couple weeks, so people want to come out and play, uh, please do. We have also are learning who's going to play there. I mean, we have 80 exempt players, so we know who those people are. Okay. So they started qualifications a week and a half ago. Currently, there have been an additional 20 or so qualify. You got a local Indiana yeah, boy that qualified. We did. You know, Chris Smith from Rochester, who played on the PGA oh, Tour. Great. And a little bit of web.com now. Chris uh, qualified along with Tommy Armour the third down at Delaware Country Club. And coincidentally, Scott Gump, our right. assistant men's coach, gave it a shot. And he missed it by three, but... 
considering Scott hasn't played a round of golf in two years, I think that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty Isn't good. That something. And and I got to thank you know Pete uh, Byrne and Adam Darangowski did a great job over at oh, Channel Twenty Two covering yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Not only in preparation, but Adam actually went down and covered the round. So. I awesome. think that shows you some of the commitment we get from local media to golf that we really, really appreciate. So other than that, we've got a bunch of pros coming over Labor Day to play. They're on their way from Oak Hill to um, Des Moines. So we're mm-hmm. kind of on the way for the guys that drive. Um, so we're getting more and more practice rounds in and just kind of okay. building up to the crescendo. All right, there you go. Two big tournaments coming up over the next couple of weeks. We'll wrap up the Corona Premier Golf Show next on WSBT. Corona Premier Golf Show. By the way, congratulations, veteran sportscaster Darren Pritchett won the PGA Championship Challenge on the golf show since he had Kepka and Johnson. That was a pretty easy one. All right, Tim, what's coming up at Blackthorn? We're open for play. Come on out, <laughs> 232-4653, blackthorneoperatinggroup.com. Book all your tee times online. Come and see us. You know, all right, John you, you Foster what, Darren, at Warren Golf you, Course. You guys always beat me up for saying I'm op- we're open for play. In two weeks, I'm going to say we're not open for play. And <laughs> I don't know where everybody's going to play June 3rd. Go- well, they LPGA and your clothes, right? Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. No, we're actually still open until the 8th. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Okay. So way to shut our business down, Timmy. Uh, <laughs> call us at 631-GOLF, WarrenGolfCourse.com. Guys, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Darren. Thanks, Darren. Corona Premier Golf Show from 96.1 WSBT, South Bend. It's 9 o'clock. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.